Welcome to Contracting Conversations. My name is Scott Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Bally. Today, we are talking with Scott Sturgill, DAU's Learning Asset Manager for Con1400V, Contract Post Award. Scott, welcome to Contracting Conversations. We're happy to have you here this morning. Uh, thank you, Scott. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You bet. Hey, Scott, what can you tell us about Con1400V and, and how the course is structured? Well, uh, Scott, I can tell you a contract post-award con 1400V is designed for new contracting professionals. It is the fourth of four certification courses in the new contracting certification structure, and it covers all aspects of the contracting post-award cycle uh, to include closeout, uh, contract delegations, contract payment, and many other topics. So, Scott, are there any prerequisites that students need to be aware of? Uh, yes, Jim. There is one firm prerequisite for Con 1400V, which is Con 1100V. Uh, Con 1400V can be taken directly after Con 1100V, or students can choose to take Con 1200V and Con 1300V before taking Con 1400V. But the only true prerequisite is 1100V. Thanks, Scott. Hey, what can I do to prepare myself for taking Con 1400V? Well, the first thing you can do, um, as I mentioned, is to take Con 1100B, which is required, and that will give you the foundation you need to be successful in Con 1400B. Uh, you can also become familiar with the structure of the FAR and DFARs, which you'll also learn in 1100B, so you can reorientate yourself with those to prepare for 1400B. Also, once you're enrolled in Con 1400B, there will be a pre-award review inside of 1400B, which will help prepare you for Con 1400B. Now, for the structure of the course and the length, I know a lot of these courses are four weeks. Is that the same for 1,400? Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, the course, the total course time is 54 hours as it stands right now, which takes place over the span of four weeks or 19 days, roughly the same as the other courses. Uh, this means the students will work around their work schedule to complete any individual and self-paced portions of the course as well as any live instructor-led portions of the course. Hey, Scott, can you tell me how much time are students are going to be spending working individually uh, versus working together in the course? Uh, sure, Scott, I can do that. Um, I'd say roughly about 25% of total class time is spent with a live instructor in a BILD session. Uh, the other 75% is individual and self-paced, which also includes the assignments in the course. Um, also, uh, during the during week three, there are several assignments which are designed to be worked within the student group and the instructor. So does that mean that the entire course is taught online? So either they're going to do it online on the, by themselves or online with an instructor? Uh, yeah, Jim, that's true. Uh, the entire class is delivered in, uh, in a virtual environment. Uh, primarily in Microsoft Teams, but we also have embedded within Microsoft Teams some other platforms as well, such as uh, Kaltura, Articulate Rise, and Storyline. But that is true. The entire class is taught online, delivered mostly and primarily in Microsoft Teams. All right, thanks. Hey, Scott, from a student perspective, uh, what are they going to be learning in the course? Uh, Scott, uh, the students will be introduced, as I mentioned in the beginning, um, to skills and competencies most basic to the contracting career field that are specific to the post-award phase of contracting. And as I mentioned before, this includes things like 
uh, the transition from award to post-award, the contract delegation process, contract payment, changes, terminations, and closeout. Uh, a significant and, and challenging portion of the course focuses on the student's ability to understand and navigate the interactions between the government stakeholders and the contractor. Uh, another challenging concept that we found in the, in the piloting in the previous courses that we've taught is the relationship that exists between the contract requirements developed during the pre-award and the award phases and how those drive the complexities of the post-award. Um, and we also tried to, to emphasize that linkage between the pre-award phase and the post-award phase and how things that happen during the pre-award and the award impact what happens in the post-award contracting. Uh, we also uh, emphasize uh, the various government and contractor systems and processes and the relationships between the two and the complexities that develop between the two. And we also spend a lot of time looking at the importance of communications both between the contractor and the government and between the various government stakeholders. And we emphasize that a lot during Con 1400. Great. Thanks, Scott. Yes. So are there any graded activities, you know, ways to ensure that the students understand the material? Uh, yes, there are. There are um, several graded activities. Uh, the pre-course assignment, which I mentioned in the opening, is a, um, a graded activity. We have several scenario-based or case-based assignments uh, for modules one, two, and three, or weeks one, two, and three. And we also have an exam that covers week four only. Um, and that exam only does cover week four for closeout. There is no comprehensive exam within COD 14. Great. Hey, Scott, what does it take to pass the course? Uh, the student must obtain at least 80% to pass the course, uh, standard to any uh, most of DAU's courses, and I think the other courses as well, the certification courses. However, we have found the students who stay involved, ask questions where necessary, and use the resources that are provided during the class. Uh, we normally do not have any problems of have, or have not have had any problems with students passing CON 1400B. So in the likely, unlikely situation where a student doesn't pass, uh, how, how, how's that handled? Well, if a student doesn't pass the course, uh, we, we give them the input where they went wrong and some of their weaknesses, where their weaknesses were during the course, and then we ask them to retake the course. And why we do that, um, we feel that the learning objectives are so foundational to the contracting career field, um, it's important to ensure students have obtained them before going forward. And that's that's why we ask the students to retake the course in the unlikely event of a failure. Um, in the current virtual environment, we sometimes find the students are working in isolation. Um, so to uh, prevent uh, any failures or prevent problems, we emphasize the interaction in live meetings uh, weekly to ensure students don't fall too far behind. Uh, we feel that the post-award contract information is vital for the new contracting professionals to be successful in their careers, thus the emphasis on uh, passing the course at 80%. Okay, great. So, Scott, we really appreciate you coming on. I mean, you're the fourth course, uh, and we've talked to the other LAMs, and we really are excited to get this information out to the workforce. So thank you so much. Well, thank you both. I appreciate you uh, allowing me to be here. Great. So for those out there, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our Contracting Conversations podcast YouTube channel. Type any 
comments below. We're looking for your suggestions on topics that you'd like us uh, to chat about, and then we can bring in expertise to, to help us talk about that topic. And also spread the word out there to your subordinates, to your peers, and anybody else that you think that would really appreciate this information. So let us help you answer your questions. We look forward to having future contracting conversations with you.